Today's episode is brought to you by Aura Frames. Get yourself a great present for your family, your loved ones, so they can look at pictures of you. Also, today we're brought to you by ButcherBox. ButcherBox has got those meats ready for you. They want to deliver it to your home, and I'll tell you how. Now let's jump into this podcast. Hello, everybody. It's time for Ghost and Friend Dogs. Friend Dog in the morning. In the morning. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode of Gags Grandor in the morning. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I did that early. I just felt like we were like booping. We were gonna boop and bop like. I'll just do a little a fun little boop to start things off. So I'm saying, right? Well, sometimes, sometimes you, you sometimes you gotta, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sometimes you boopity, sometimes you doopity, sometimes you doopity in the boopity. You sure do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, how are you doing? I have a rant building inside of me. Oh boy! And I might do it. I, you know me. I do many podcasts, and I might have the same rant on every podcast I'm on. So I yes. hit everyone with the exact same co- like content because right. I'm so upset over it. You cover all the bases. Yeah, as you know, uh, I'm not a fan of Netflix reality shows. No I think way. they are I never knew that. You definitely knew that. I did know it, yeah. Yeah. Um I was being sarcastic. Oh, okay. I thought you were like, I didn't know you never explained this to no, me. I yeah, was, no, yeah. I think they all suck. <laughs> They're all terrible. I'm not a fan of them. It feels like Someone at Netflix said we should do a reality show, but no one there actually was a producer of reality shows and didn't right. understand the core concept and conceit of why people watch. Yeah. And the newest one that, uh, first off, for the record, I was, I had, had like a melatonin pill or something because I was right. feeling all sore. And so I was suggested by uh, one of our dear friends um, to get these like, pills that when you work out a bunch it like helps you sleep and like isn't just like a Tylenol PM you know what I mean right and so basically it just like helps you sleep and it uh like you know since you worked out that day it'll sort of ease it down baby and I took one of those but for some reason still couldn't sleep so I was in a daze <laughs> like it was I was clearly melatonin I was in a daze but I was like well maybe I'll watch something and fall asleep so I put on the Netflix reality show Squid Game. Not Wait, the TV show, on? not the worldwide phenomenon. <laughs> the Netflix reality show version of it. And initially I, I went in. Oh, trust me, it is. <laughs> and I went in thinking, okay, well, I'll give this a watch and hopefully it'll suck and I'll just fall asleep. And so I ended up watching that night the entire season. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. <laughs> I cared so little about what was going on. I think I fast forwarded through 90% of the show and only watched the game moments because, <laughs> and this is the downfall of this show and what I think they don't understand. The average contestants you would have on a game show like this, on a reality show, between 20 and 30, right? Like that's the average. Right. This one started with 456 people. Oh my God. I think it was 456. And the reason why is because each person was worth $10,000, I believe. 
and I think it was like four something million dollars, four point five six million or something like that. I don't know. Doesn't matter. That Why that's do a hundred. Like who cares? Because I don't know, dude. I don't know. <laughs> it's a ter- right, it's great. already off to a terrible start. And the first thing they do is that game from the the episode where it's like uh, the little girl turns around and people get shot and stuff, right? Yeah. And so right away, there's the conceit that they are playing Squid Game. And so you would think, okay, when they die, what what happens? Like, I got to watch. I got to see what happens. And someone must have told them, when you get shot, and they have little squibs in their chest, so when they're out, their squib explodes and it looks like they got shot. <laughs> Right, And I guess someone told them, when you get shot, fall to the ground and pretend like you're dead. Which is already mm-hmm. very morbid and weird. Yeah. But the fact that some people do it and some people are like, nah. Like, one guy got shot and just looked at it and was like, oh, man. Like, walked away. <laughs> and then some people get shot and they, like, slump down and start acting. And some people get shot and they just kind of sit on the ground like, oh, man. It, very weird. Already very weird. Right. But... Because it's a reality show, they have to have certain characters you want to follow, right? Like, that's the whole point. And at the beginning, they have all the tropes. There's the young kid with his mom. And by young kid, I mean he's probably like 22. Uh, right. with, his, with his mom. And they're both there because the mom wants to test herself. She can still compete and do things. And the son wants to, you know, he was um, almost killed or he almost died in some terrible way. And he's like, I want to, I'm, I'm back. I want to show the world I can do this, right? Then yeah. there's the guy who's the jock. And he's like, they're like, I'm an asshole. No one can tell me what to do. And I'm going to run this shit. And then there's, you know, sassy girl A and sassy girl B. And they don't get along. And then there's one girl who's like the gamer girl. And then there's the old man. And the old man, he connects to, the, to this sort of young, tough guy. And they become like father and son, and he keeps calling them Gramps. And like, there's this whole thing going on where it's, you know, that sounds great. Okay, I guess I can get behind these characters and see what they're doing. And here's the problem. There are 456 people, Crendor. And <laughs> at the beginning, they focus on certain people. Right. But what happens over the course of eight episodes is because there's so many people and there's so many random factors, uh, a great example is at one point, this guy who is, uh, I think he was a, either a coach or a former cop or something, and he's been kind of leading a lot of people, and he's been trying to to show people, hey, yeah, if we just do this and we do this, and he gets killed, air quotes, by random chance. So they spent three episodes building a character, and then he's gone. And it's like, oh, okay, so who do we follow now? And you would think... What they would do smartly is in episode one, focus on a huge variety of characters. And then as the episodes whittle down, because you have who wins at the end, you would focus on whoever won and the people surrounding them so that you get a full story over the eight episodes. Right. No, no, no. No, no, no. I think <laughs> they probably assumed we would guess then who was going to win based on who they focused on. Right. It does. Who they focus on does not matter. What ends up happening is, a great example is the guy who, who got out by random chance. The next episode, they just decide to focus on someone totally different you've never met before. And it's like, this is a random redheaded girl that you've never seen in any of the episodes. She's just here now. 
and we want you to care about her. Or there's like this old Asian woman. She, everyone's like, damn, she is the smartest person here. I do not remember seeing her in the first five episodes at all. I don't know where she was. I don't know what was going on. They they set up uh, emotional beats and emotional moments where, you know, they they do a thing where they end up pitting friends against each other. And it's it's supposed to be like an emotional wreck. I didn't know who 90% of the people on the screen were. And they spent time with each of the groups. And I'm like, I don't know these people. I don't give a damn who lives or dies. Like, none of this matters to me. Right. And they keep doing that where they'll hype up a character. Like, they had one guy who they kept focusing on. They had so many emotional beats about this guy. And then... They play a game of Battleship, which I'll admit, the Battleship episode was really cool. I actually liked that a lot. thought that was kind of a fun game. Mm. But in it, they they it's all about this dude and about, oh, like, oh, man, this guy, he could go all the way. This could be it. He didn't even have any of it in his hands. He was killed because someone else made a mistake. And it was so anticlimactic. <laughs> it was just like, oh, okay, so what? I... I Okay, like another great example is the you saw the show, right? The TV show. Yes. So you know the one where they're jumping, they're like going from block to block on that pit. Oh, the glass. Yes. Yeah. 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 So they do that, and the team, the whole remaining group of people, agree that if one person makes a choice that fifty-fifty, the person behind them has to then jump in front of them and make a fifty-fifty choice. So everyone on the team has to at least do one 50-50. What ends up happening is the guy in front jumps, he crashes through. Next guy crashes through. So the third person is like, all right, I made it. I got my 50-50. Girl behind me, it's your turn. And she doesn't even look at him, doesn't move, doesn't do anything, refuses to talk. The rest of the team is like, damn, she betrayed our whole plan. Like she's ruined everything. This lady's the worst. <laughs> and then, so the guy in front, Jumps, he crashes through. So this girl's like, man, I guess I'm in front now. She jumps. She's fine. And then she turns to the group like, all right, who's going to jump in front of me? Now, a normal group would be like, F you. You can't expect us to do the thing you wouldn't do. Right. But no. But no, they all like, okay, and just do it. And I was outraged. It's like, wait, wh how? how wh I don't understand. Meanwhile, there's one woman who was like, I hate her. I hate what she did. I hate her. And I'm like, okay, she's going to get her back. This is going to be amazing. Next episode, people are just like, man, she's so strong-willed. I can't believe she defied the whole the whole plan. She's awesome. She's, you know what? Really? I like her. And I'm like, wait, did I miss something? Uh, no people would act like this. Like, you know what? You screwed <laughs> yeah. us all. But also, thanks. You're amazing. I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> it was that kind of thing. We're just, yeah. and then at a certain point, all the characters I cared about were gone. And it was like, all right, well, here's new characters. Care about them. And I was like, I don't know this person. You've never once shown me this person before. What do I, the difference is like, um, spoilers, skip ahead exactly two minutes. Everyone listening, if you don't want to hear this. <laughs> I don't know who cares about spoilers. Yeah, I don't think anyone cares. But <laughs> the person who wins wasn't, she, she reminded me of the dude from the very first season of Survivor, who's notorious for being an asshole. 
He oh, was just yeah. an asshole to everyone. Everyone hated him, but he won because he played the game well. And she does the exact same thing, except here's the problem. When it comes to the guy who Richard, I think his name was, the guy from the first yeah. season of Survivor, we saw him from moment one weasel his way through the entire process. You could follow the way he played everyone. This show, this woman shows up with three episodes left. I don't know her at all. And suddenly everyone's like, she's the best player in the game. Like, what? Well, I don't, what? What do you mean she's, <laughs> I've never seen her once. And then they just really hype up the fact. It was, it's an unbearable show to watch. It's truly, tr the games are fun. And to see people get really emotional for no reason. Like, there's, there's, there's times where they're like, Everyone line up in groups of eight. And then people get in the groups of eight. And then this one girl starts crying. She's like, it's so stressful. I'm like, it's just a game, girl. These people aren't actually dying. <laughs> like, what are you? And they're like, oh, God. Oh, my God. There's, um, th there, like, there's the one where they have to chisel out the cookie or candy or whatever the hell oh, the thing yeah, is. Oh, yeah, that one. And they're like, okay, you all need to go and pick a... uh like a, a door, and that's going to represent everyone in your line. The first group goes, they refuse to cooperate with each other. And all what? four are killed, right? They refuse to, because no one wants to take the umbrella. So uh. all four are killed. And they're like, all right, next group go. All four are killed. They refuse to cooperate. Here's the thing. I would refuse to cooperate too. I'd rather them shoot me right then than be the sucker who they convinced to take the umbrella. <laughs> yeah. Because spoiler, the group they did convince to take the umbrella, all but two were taken out. <laughs> like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> so I, I would, I would have been like, no. If you guys want to be dicks about this, all three of you can go home with me. But everyone, for some reason, was just like, I don't want to be shut up. But all those people, oh god, I killed them all. Like you didn't do anything. You did not. It's a game. You did nothing. You did nothing. <laughs> Yeah, this show sounds like it sucks. It sucks. Like, it sucks. Who? Okay, spoiler again. Who wins at the end then? The uh, little Asian lady who everyone was like, "This lady's so smart. She's playing a game." She, the the first time I recall seeing her on screen, is she was saying that one of the men were unbearable, and then that man saved her. And she immediately switched to being like, he's my savior, and I love him, and I'll never forget him. And then she immediately forgets him <laughs> and moves on yeah. to backstabbing everyone and trying to play the game really hard, that kind of thing. She's really yeah. good at deduction and reading people's faces. Like, a great example, she's playing rock, paper, scissors with the guy. And for moment one, she's like, this dude is a man. And men usually choose rock or scissors because they're very masculine and tough. So I'm going to use that against him. And she destroys this dude, by the way. She's just, like, smarter than everyone else, right? Yeah. But she's just not interesting in any way. And you meet her with, like, three episodes left. And I don't know. I don't know if people are supposed to dislike her. or I was so indifferent on whether she won or not. The final round was between two characters who I barely knew. And I was like, this, I feel like this could have been edited so much better. Yeah. I feel like. They probably did the thing where, like, we don't want to give it away who's going to win. But then it's like, that's what makes the show, like, watchable is because then you can follow the person. But, like, you could have multiple people feel like they're going to win. So it's not like yeah. you're going to figure out the one person will win and be like, oh, it's probably down to, like, these 15 people we're following or something. That's, and that's what sucked is at the beginning, it was that. 
right? They'd have interviews with people and there was the different tropes of characters and it felt like, okay, any one of them could win, but you had a favorite. By episode five or six, every single one of them, I think, was gone. No, no, so they had to keep filling in people. And you're totally right. I feel like they set it up at the beginning so you'd pick someone and then you'd be shocked when they, you know, air quotes, died. Right. But the thing is, the reason why the show is good is because in, in the TV show, the actual Squid Game, there was yeah. a main character that you're following. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, I was like, in the real show, you know the guy is going to win. But you're following it the whole time, so it's like you just still don't care. Like it's still stressful. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's times, other characters you meet like, along the way who are his friends. There's like, yeah, there's other things. You're like, wow, I don't want that person to die, but you know they're gonna die. Like that's yeah. the drama of the show. This had none of that. <laughs> this was there was. I'd watch the the uh, various games to see what spin they'd have on them. But you know, there's the marble game, for example. They made these teams go and play marbles against each It was like friends versus friends. And it was crazy because you got to see people, you know, get stressed and fight with their, their you know, best friend they made there during the few days they were there. And <laughs> yeah. I thought that was fun because it was very human experience to see people who moments before were best friends and now they're going against each other. And you could see the people who were like, hey, dude, you know, whatever happens, we'll just do one marble and I love you, bro, versus the people who you thought were really close and it was very clear they were just two assholes that like joined together, right? And it was that I was like, okay, that's interesting. But then you're reminded how goofy it is when at the end they play really sad music, and then it shows like all their friends, their friends like slow walking away while the one who remains gets like blasted. And then, but it's like fake, and they're, they're just like, oh, they like, fall over in the in the dirt, or like. Uh, <laughs> You know, this one older woman just sat down and they shot her and she just leaned up against the wall. You know? <laughs> I was like, what the hell is this show? And then the worst part is, is after it ends, they do one of those like, but the game's not over. Oh, if you God. want to audition right now, you can go to this website and audition to be on the next season. Ugh. Like, there is, there's no need for another season. This show sucked. <laughs> Genuinely sucked. It's, uh, I just, it, the thing I was going to say too is like, even if you know something's going to happen, it still can be stressful. Like, there's plenty of times you rewatch like movies. Like, you rewatch re like a Lord of the Rings or something. You still get stressed out when they're fighting. And you're like, man, I hope they get out of this, even though I've watched it like 20 times and I know yeah, what's going to happen. The smart money would have been, like you said, there's 15 people they follow out of the huge group. And that 15 people whittle because they were on set. They know who the two final people are. If you start from there and backtrace it, you can go all the way back and then focus on the people around them and build out the show, and then it leads to when the two of them meet at the end. But instead, yeah. it's two people who they barely in, even show on film. The one guy was on it a lot more than the Asian woman, but that dude, it was barely in it because he was like always part of alliances and he was in the background. Yeah. So you'd see him. He was clearly there. And it wasn't until later they tried to give them character. But by that point, I just didn't care because all the characters I did care about were gone. So I had zero investment in the show. The last three episodes, I think, were maybe two and a half hours long. And I watched about 20 minutes total of those two and a half hours. I just <laughs> fast forward through all of it to be like, okay, yeah, okay. There's about uh, 25 minutes of people talking and they're strategizing. And nope, nope, nope. Moving forward, moving forward. What is the game? And I'm sure in that bit that I skipped, they probably tried to introduce them. But come on. 
Like, that's stupid. Well, it's also, once you realize that people are just going to die that you're learning about, it's like, why do I even care about learning about these people? Because they're just going to die. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There was, so. there, was one, there was one woman who, in one episode, she's like, I'm very smart, and I'm beautiful, and men are afraid of beauty and smarts. And I thought, okay, that's going to be a thing that either helps her or hurts her, and we're going to find out. And as far as I remember, she just got out because of a weird, like, accident. Oh. Like, her strategizing, her planning, it didn't, re- like, she, like, I don't, she she had a 50-50 shot and she lost. And that's it. <laughs> it wasn't like people betrayed her and then, you know, they took her out. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So, the moral of the story is... This show sucks. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a trash show. And I was upset with myself that I kept watching it because what ended up happening, like I said, I was kind of drowsy. But the first episode, I was like, this is so insane. <laughs> I-, I have to see what the next episode is. And I watched the next episode, and there was a, like four or five characters I actually really liked. And I was like, okay, let's see. Obviously, if they're focusing on them, they must be some of the, like, even the asshole, the dude who was like a, former college football player who dropped out to be on this show, which is insane. And then (laughs) what? Yes. And then a, uh, one of the older characters went over to talk to him to determine if it was like all bluster and show, or if he really was just a giant piece of shit. And she like two camera is just like, no, no, that's for show. He really is, has the biggest ego ever. And I was like, oh, I got to watch this guy. Because you know either he's going to win it all or go down in the worst, craziest way, right? Oh, yeah. So I'm like, all right, he's in my list of people I care about. And by the time we get to when he gets out, his getting out is its stressful, but not for the reasons of him failing. It's stressful because other people are failing and he's going to lose because of it. Uh, I see, yeah. And you're just like, like wait. Legends. Yeah, and you're just like, wait a minute, time out, time out. So this dude, who his entire thing is about how he loves to be in control and if he can do anything about being in control, in the end he loses control, and and that's how he dies. And I'm like, okay, it's an interesting story you're telling, but it's Mm. not very fulfilling on a dramatic level, you know what I mean? Yeah. I I wanted something better for that character you've created, because obviously this is reality TV. None of these people are the real versions of themselves. Oh, yeah. I'm like, all right, well, then why make a character like that? Like, I don't, there was 450 some people you could have picked. Why pick him? And then that's it. And they did that with all these characters, and it made me so upset. I was like, did anyone plan this? Did anyone think, like, and maybe it could be because the people that won at the end of the day weren't that interesting? Uh, what did this show get on the ratings now? I'm curious. I, there are no ratings on Netflix, as far as I'm aware. Wait, there's no rate? I just meant like... Oh, do sudden. people like it? Oh, there we I don't go. Know. It's got a 5.6 on IMDb. and a 10? 40. Yeah. Yeah. And a 44% on Rotten Tomato. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, that's pretty bad. Wait, the audience gave it 81? Uh, I mean, the audience might have, but I'm looking at the... Uh, it got an audience rating, gave it a 2.1, according to what I'm looking at. Oh, wait, is this maybe? No, this is definitely. What are you looking at? 
Just I went to Google and I typed in Squid Games the Challenge Reviews. Oh, you're in Google reviews. Yeah, and some people are like, this is the raw essence of reality competition. <laughs> and some people are just like, <laughs> like this guy is pretty accurate. Uh, Netflix took an immensely successful story that captivated an entire globe um, and then dragged it through the mud by making a steaming heap of garbage and labeling it <laughs> under the same name. Yeah, participants, uh, yeah, this guy says the same thing. He wanted people to root for. But every single person selected to participate uh, that was developed through interviews uh, absolutely uh, was downright cringeworthy the way they went out. And it's true. Like, everyone... Like, there's Whoa. so many, there are 790 reviews on Google Reviews and a vast majority of their one star. This there's person a lot of said, uh, I have even read reports that they were fitted with dummy microphones with their flights home pre-booked for the same day for a bunch of the early elimination people. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, I kind of want to watch one episode. Dude, I'm telling you. The red light, green light episode, the first episode, I was hooked on the fact that they were setting stuff up, right? Mm. And it's so, again, it's so goofy, I had to see where it was going. Because <laughs> yeah. there's there's no, the main event is, I don't understand what the stress is. You're doing red light, green light, and what ends up happening is the, the doll turns around, and then everyone stops. But it isn't like... The drama of in the show where people just get blasted, right? Right. The doll stops, everyone stops, and then these people wearing the pink outfits in a fake-ass control room with fake-ass screens press buttons that are fake, and then <laughs> random people that we don't know if they stopped or not, there is no indication whether they stopped or not, just start exploding. Like, poof, 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 their chests explode. <laughs> and like I said, some of them sit down. Some of them fall over dead. Some of them like look at the blood and are like, oh man. And some of them just walk away. <laughs> and I was just like, what the hell is this? And the only the only one that was even remotely dramatic is this woman um is like trying to crawl or something, and she gets caught in a really awful position where she has to hold it and it doesn't turn around again for a while. And so she like can't do it anymore. And instead of falling dramatically or whatever, she just gives up and sits down and then gets blasted. And you're like, wait, wait a minute, what? And she's crying. She's like, oh. I was like, you're playing, you were in round one of a game. Sure, there's millions of dollars on the line, but like, it's round one. If you can't make it through, fine, enjoy your time and go home. Like, they're making it so serious. Yeah, that's, I just love the fact that some people like, <laughs> following someone else is like, yeah, fucking lost. I'm telling you, it's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> and it keeps happening as time goes on. And there, there'll be moments where uh, the one where they're doing the cookie thing in the in the movie or not movie, but the show, dudes walk around and just blast these people in the head. And this, <laughs> it's like they're trying to get their cookie. They're trying to get their cookie, and then they go, "Oh man!" And they put their cookie down, and they just sit there. A few seconds go by, and then their chest explodes, and they go. Oh, well. <laughs> it's so crazy, dude. So crazy. So dramatic. Yeah. I don't, I just don't understand it. I don't understand what this was about. I guess there's 10 episodes total. The last few I just flew through. 
At a certain point, I just did not give a damn anymore. I was like, this show absolutely sucks. Yeah. What what point, what episode was the, the breaking point? Um, When they did the jumping on the glass. Which one was that? Like five or something? Um, I don't remember. It's five or six. Uh, I think okay. no, I think it's seven because six was the marble game, and that's where they pitted friends against each other, and that was oh, hilarious yeah. to me because there was. I mean, like I thought it was ruthless the way they did it. They like purposely set them up to have like you got to go compete against your friend, but yeah, well, like what happened in the actual show, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a weird. This is like a ruthless kind of thing to do, so I had to watch. Like, That's but at also, that point, I was already like, kind of checked out anyway. At that point, because again, <laughs> yeah. by the time we got to the marble thing, out of the fifteen or so characters I cared about, three were left. <laughs> well, the thing is, even with the marbles, like it happens in the show, and so there has to be some part of your mind that's like, I'm gonna have to play this against my friends or something, right? Like, the, yeah. you've seen the show already, so there's got to be a part of you that even knows what's coming. So that kind of sucks. What what's even what's even worse about it is the episode ends on like a really tearful, at least for whoever who was making this, a tearful farewell, and it's like really sad air quotes. And then the result of it is completely upended in the very beginning of the next episode. Like the characters that you're like, oh my god, I'm so happy they made it through, gone in the next episode immediately. <laughs> immediately. And then you're left. With a bunch of characters you do not like on this damn bridge, just like, I don't give a damn who wins. And from episode seven on, I was just like, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. Okay, fast forward. Fa like, just did not care. Dude. <laughs> well, I watched something. Okay. It was the Jim Carrey Grinch. You know what? All right. First off, <laughs> yes, I know what you mean. But second yeah. off. For some reason, in my mind, when you said the Jim Carrey Grinch, I yeah. thought you said the Drew Carrey Grinch. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> but never mind. You mean Jim Carrey. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was Drew like, Carrey Drew Grinch Carrey just, Grinch. It's just like bringing up prices right to people or like yeah. <laughs> talking about Cleveland. I just, uh, it was very weird. <laughs> I didn't know what to think, but Jim yeah. Carrey's a different story. Yeah. It was literally the year 2000. And I watched it because my one friend was like, dude, I always watch the Jim Carrey Grinch. And I was like, I remember the ads for that, but I never watched it. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch it. And it was the Jim Carrey Grinch. Oh, you mean I Jim Carrey dressed be. up in a costume being Jim Carrey? Yes. It was just Jim yeah. Carrey, but with a Grinch thing on going like, here I go. I'm the Grinch. <laughs> and then he'd like, you know, do Grinch things like out of my way. I'm stealing the presents. <laughs> then the kids are like, oh. And then that's a really good Grinch you're doing, by the way. <laughs> I'm stealing these presents. <laughs> it's borderline Nick Cage, but I think maybe that's the point. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. It's got to be a little Nick Cage in there. But he he's more like. Uh, but honestly, like it was a it's kind of a kids movie, right? But it's like yes, yeah. it's Doctor Seuss. But there's something that felt good about it, and I was trying to piece together what it was, and I think it was. How that wasn't all CGI. I think I really like, kind of like how Lord of the Rings isn't all CGI either, right? And that was like 2001 or something. Mm -hmm. So it's just like they're actually doing like old-timey movie things, like having props and like 
there is some CGI, but they like blend it together really well. And I was like, I kind of just like that. Like that's what I, I enjoyed the vibe of it that it gave off. And I, I totally agree with you that there, in the mid two thousands, we started to get very much away from that. There's mm -hmm. a, uh, a great documentary. I think it might be about star Wars. Uh, 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 actually it might be James Cameron. Uh, actually it might be on Schwarzenegger. It's one of them. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I think it's right. Schwarzenegger talking about making um, Terminator mm -hmm. and the idea of special effects and uh, graphics and things. And the idea for years and years and years was, okay, we're going to spend weeks planning shots because in post we have to add this digital creature or digital special effect and we have to know exactly the camera angle and we have to, and it was, it took forever and it would be, you know, like in Jurassic Park, there's a few special effect shots. But they would like, we have 15 special effects shots. Mm -hmm. We need to make sure that these things look amazing because we only get so many takes and we only, you know, we have to nail it. And at a certain point, computer generated whatever became so commonplace that, and this is the example they use in the movie The Flash, the one that recently came out. Oh, yeah. They did special effects and stuff before some characters were even on screen, and then they'd green screen them into the shot. And what they would do is they'd film scenes from multiple different angles so that whenever they needed to, they could use the right angle for their weird pre-rendered graphics. Right. And spoiler, you can definitely tell. <laughs> like, it is, <laughs> it's atrocious. And I think, you know, you see Disney, you see all these, the graphics keep getting worse and worse and worse. And it says a lot about the fact that that's where the movie industry is right now. It's not very good looking. Yeah. It's it's just like everything's the same. It's just boring. Yeah. It's just kind of bland. And it's like, it's just so much. It's like, I, maybe somebody will start trying to recreate that like early 2000s or like even just, I mean, pretty much any movie before that point, even of like actually having props and stuff. <laughs> like, this is great. And what's crazy know. is go back and watch Lord of the Rings again, the first movie, right? Yeah. Fellowship. I'm not sure if it's been edited out, but when the Nazgul show up, their faces are digitized pitch black. Mm -hmm. And so in the current iteration of TVs and the way we watch stuff, it's very noticeable. You can see the like someone gradiented in a, a, like a black circle where their face would be. Yeah. And at the time, of course, we didn't notice because, you know, it, just technology is better now. But yeah. now it's very noticeable, just like if you watch – Star Wars in modern day, you can see the squares around the TIE fighter as they move through space. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's just like there's something kind of fun about it where yeah. it's a product of the time. And sure, it doesn't look perfect, but that's because it was made in 70 or Lord of the Rings is 22 years old. Which is crazy, yeah. So, I, you know, it's that kind of thing where sometimes it's fine to let things age. Yeah, I I agree. And so that's why I see there's like new Grinch movies and all stuff. But I was like, you know what? I, I just like the vibe this one has, even though overall the movie's like a six out of ten. Yes. Yeah, I mean, but. most of those Dr. Seuss movies aren't great. It's like, how yeah. do we take a 12 page book and make it a two hour movie? And they add like yeah. wacky scenarios and like goofs. And it's like, eh, I don't know. This one yeah. isn't working for me. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. But it's the type of thing where once a year you could like put it on while you're doing something else <laughs> so you're like hey that's kind of fun i'm uh, shocked they didn't have the uh audacity to do some sort of avengers crossover 
Because during the time period, Jim Carrey, uh, Mike Myers was was Cat in the Hat. Oh, yeah, he's a cat like, in the hat. If they could get all these people, like if they could do the Lorax, right? They got the <laughs> yeah. Dane Avito. If all of them are in one movie, that might be the best movie ever made. It really would. They do like, get somebody for green eggs and a ham or something. That's enough. They had that movie. Oh, wait, did they do green eggs? They and had a Horton Here's a Who movie. They had all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I remember Imagine they did the, Lorax the crossover. Recently. It would have been amazing. Yurtle the turtle. You yeah, remember Yurtle? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> they could have done it. They could have had the greatest movie ever made. The most <laughs> Susian movie. Yeah. They, uh, what was the other one? Dude, I used to watch the Butter Battle. There's like a cartoon butter Time battle. Out. Whoa, what? You ever saw the butter battle? I'm going to have to Google the butter battle. What is the butter battle? Yeah, the butter battle is a Dr. Seuss book where one town butters their bread on the top and the other town butters it on the bottom. So they hate each other and they keep trying to fight each other. And then at the end, they're like both going to drop a explosive like peanut on each other and they're both there apparently it's like a book about the cold war pretty much i see that all 23 minutes of it are on youtube the butter battle book 1989 full episode high quality it exists yeah they made a cartoon out of it like that specific book yeah a cold war between two lands over ridiculous dispute leads to a perilous arms race yeah, so they like they hate each other going back and forth. They're like, I'm going to shoot you with a slingshot. And he's like, I got 10 slingshots. And he's like, I got a bobbity bop bop. And it's a big thing that has like 20 slingshots. Then they're like, oh, yeah, well, I got a dog with a slingshot. And they're like, oh, yeah, I got a mech with slingshot. <laughs> they like go back and then they're like about to pretty much nuke each other. And then they're just standing there. But then they don't do it because the... The, you know, at the start of the book, they're talking about the past, so they clearly didn't do it. But it's, you know, it's about the Cold War. And you're like, dang, You know dude. what's absolutely crazy about this? Mm-hmm. Is the actors that are in this, the voice actors. Right. One of them, because this is 1989 uh, is when this came out. Yeah. One of the actors is literally the dude who played the original Emperor Palpatine in Star Wars. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, one of the actors is from Kindergarten Cop. <laughs> wow. One of the actors is, who plays a character named Yuki and Sue is from Land Before Time. Wow. <laughs> and then there's Chris Lotta who was I think he's Cobra Commander in G.I. Joe. <laughs> what the shit? Which is absolutely crazy. And then Jim famous Jim Cummings. It must have been huh. one of his first his first jobs. Because he's listed as various ukes. Yeah, that's gotta be it's gotta be one of his first if you're just like backup characters. But I mean I guess it can't be because he's Winnie the Pooh. He's like all about, unless he became Winnie the Pooh later in life? Maybe. I don't know. Jim Cummings, when did you start acting? Acting. What? Boy, they don't. (laughs) Filmography. Here we go. 1988 was the first stuff. Yeah, look at that. So this was one of the first things. That's pretty crazy. Who would have thought he's in the butter battle? 
Hold on. Wait, that's a lie. 1985. Nope, that's a lie. That's a lie. All right. He was in live action films in, the, in 1980. Oh. But it was something called Sultan and the Rockstar, and I don't think that's I don't think that's good. Yeah, I don't. Sultan and the Rockstar. He was in the Garbage Pail Kids movie. That's terrible. <laughs> he was uh, in... Okay, yeah, so I guess late 80s is when his career really took off because in 88, he was bullet number two in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> bullet number two? That's barely, that's barely a title. <laughs> you're, not, you're not even bullet number one. <laughs> you're bullet number two. Yeah, 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 because it looks like his first big show was at Gummy Bears where he played Zummy Gummy and Chummy Gummy. <laughs> oh, but it was, but that's only season six onward because it originally was voiced by another guy. And then he did a bunch of additional voices and things. And that, yeah, he, it wasn't for a while. Jim Cummins had a whole like comeuppance. Yeah, he didn't become Winnie the Pooh till 1988. Wow. And that's like kind that's, of what he's known for. And then now he's in everything. That's actually pretty crazy. Look at yeah. that. Listen, learn something new every day. If you don't know yeah. who Jim Cummings is, imagine one of your favorite cartoon characters. That's just him. I promise you. Yeah. <laughs> it's. Oh, my God. I forgot. I got to rant about this before I forget again. He's also Pete. Use the map, <laughs> goof. Yeah, he's great. Sorry. That's anyway, great. I, need, I need to rant about this. Here's my rant. Okay. Right. Hit me. I've ranted about this in the past. I don't know how long ago it was, but I have to do it again. So as the days get... <laughs> darker outside because of daylight dumb time yeah and uh just nature doing its thing but <laughs> we now have more headlights and i am about to go crazy over the amount of insanely bright headlights again do you get this are there la headlights where they're i mean la has bright? cars that are full of their all lights dude so yeah i mean <laughs> la there's a woman who rides around our neighborhood on a on like a little scooter and she's covered in like fairy paraphernalia and wings <laughs> and she has glitter that flows off her and bubbles that pop out. Trust me, lights are the least of my problems. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's you got plenty of problems, but there are <laughs> there are headlights. Or I swear to God, if somebody's behind you, you can't even like look in your rearview mirror because they're like it's like they're seeing into the fourth dimension. It's like a military-grade spotlight. Like, they're hunting for somebody that just got out of prison. Like, they broke out. Like, I swear to God, it's it's so bright. And it sucks, because if somebody's coming from the other side, you can't even... They'll have, like, their brights on. I'm like, is this person even turning? And they have their turn signal at, like, normal levels. It's like, bloop, bloop, bloop. But you can't see the turn signal, because if you look at their headlights, you're blind. Do you have the same problem that I had in Ohio, where there's also, like, the red neckification of it? Where it's a pickup truck with bright lights, but then they have like seven bright lights on the top of the truck too, and oh, all yeah, of those are those. on for some damn reason, <laughs> and you're like, "Come, I'm just driving. What do you? It's not that dark out. What are you trying to do?" There's not many of them, but I, there's a couple. There, I've seen some like trucks that are insane too. And then apparently this is the big thing. There's like Reddit's about the headlights. There's like I've seen videos, like a news thing did a thing about the headlights. Like, yeah, people are getting into accidents because they can't see because they get blinded and then they like run into something. There's like uh, I've seen TikToks with it. There's this girl yelling like I, I was like I got astigmatism. I can't even see because the person behind me is like insane. But then there's the people defending it. They're like, ah, all you got to do is angle the lights down. Yeah, well, guess what? Nobody does it. 
Nobody does that shit. <laughs> Nobody angles their lights down. All right. So you got to make you got to make some sort of law against it. Where like, hey, if you got them, you have to angle them down. Otherwise, you get ticketed like that has to be a thing. And then there's people like, whoa, uh, I couldn't see the road till I got my bright headlights. Well, maybe your vision sucks and you have to get uh, your license revoked. Too bad. If you can't see the if you need military grade spotlights to see the road, maybe you shouldn't drive. Apparently, this is a very American problem. I don't we'd have to, I, hey, if you're overseas, let us know. But apparently this is a very American, maybe Canadian problem where LEDs and HIDs are more popular than ever, right? So it's yeah. brighter, more blue light stuff instead yeah. of the old soft white yellow color, right? Mm -hmm. The second thing is is that these lights are are much, much, much better for a driver because you can actually see the road more clearly, but worse for anyone <laughs> you're shining the light on. Yeah, anybody else. Yeah, and <laughs> the lights need to be adjusted frequently, I guess. Yeah. People just don't do that. Yeah, they're and not then doing that the, shit. The biggest thing that's why I think it's an American-ish problem is these lights, because, you know, they're on newer cars, the majority of new cars being purchased in the United States are big, tall trucks and SUVs. Yep. And they're always, the lights are always at your rear view mirror level. <laughs> so you're <laughs> yep. always getting blinded from behind and blinded from the front, where before, if it was smaller cars, you wouldn't have that issue because the lights would be underneath where your, your you know, trunk yeah. would be. Mm -hmm. And so I, and, and uh, you know, having traveled a lot, having seen the rest of the world, they don't do big cars like us. We love ridiculously big cars. Yeah. And that they also sounds don't drive as much in Europe. True, true. But the, when they do, they drive like the BMW Tiny Boy. <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Triton Miniman. Yeah. You know, just Plus, like, over here, like the people just be like, yeah, you don't like my lights, deal with it. Like, you get those people. <laughs> it's like, that's great. Yeah, because cool. we're very selfish. We would rather be able to see extremely clearly and blind someone than have like, I don't know, maybe if you can't see at night, you probably shouldn't be out driving. That's what I'm saying. If you are if you need like these insane lights to even see the road, maybe you shouldn't drive. Maybe you're just bad at driving if you can't see the road with normal headlights. Yeah, this guy, <laughs> this guy on this this post says, Technology advances, the lights are better for the purposes of safety. It sounds like maybe you should change your driving locations and times of day when you drive. If the glare is significant, make sure the inside and outside of your windshield is cleaned well, as well as wash your glasses if you wear them. Also, don't look directly into oncoming headlights. And someone <laughs> just responded, fuck you, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <That's a> <laughs> It's so, God, I hate it. Like, it's the people that are just like, yeah, you know what? I want them, so deal with it. Like, no, fuck you, idiot. All right? <laughs> I hate it. I just, and it's gotten worse. I think that's what's bothering me now. At first, it'd be like, oh, you know, there's one person there and that whatever. But then, now it's just like so many cars have it. Because I guess there's more new cars with it and bigger cars. And it's just, I can't stand it. There needs to be some more, some sort of law done. Because the thing is, like, you're not, you can't even drive with your brights on or whatever. You just get pulled over. Like, whoa, you got your brights on. This shit's brighter than brights. So why is it not illegal? <laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah, a lot of people are, a lot of these uh, posts also are people looking, 
how do I get even brighter headlights? Yeah, like what are they trying to do? Like, <laughs> like I said, it's like they're tracking down prisoners at the, the fucking on an island, Alcatraz or some shit. Like, what are they looking for? They can't see the road? Yeah, they have a thing here that says in California, lights cannot exceed 2,513 lumens, whatever that equals. Right. But then people are like, how do I skirt this and get between 5,000 and 6,000? Like, are you <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> yeah, like, what are, what are they doing? Why do, Why they do you that? need that? Like, maybe, uh, maybe if you live out in, like, the wilderness, but you don't live in the wilderness because you're using this shit, like, in the city. <laughs> like, what? It's like when you see those all uh, around. It's like we see those videos of dudes with high intensity flashlights where when they focus it, it goes like for like 12 miles down the road. And it's like, <laughs> bro, you do not need that ever. Yeah. What do like, you, uh, you are not in a situation you will ever need that. Yeah. I, it, I hate it. It's, it's probably my biggest like pet peeve right now. Well, you know what I don't hate? Yes. Butcher box. Whoa. Butcher Box is the best way to get tasty, stress-free holiday seasonal fun with high-quality protein delivered straight to your door. If you're wondering, Jesse, how much fun can a box of meat be? Have you ever eaten meat before? That can be a lot of fun, especially with free gifts. We're talking 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised crate-free, wild-caught seafood, no antibiotics, no added hormones, none of that stuff. So you can feel right about what you're putting in your body. It's delivered right to your doorstep, free shipping, as always. It's incredibly high quality. The value is amazing. There's membership deals if that's your vibe. They have recipe inspirations, guides, hacks, tips, anything you could want. As someone who uses ButcherBox, I have a I have a freezer right now just ready to go. The other day, I made a steak, delicious. I uh, did a... Just simple like salt, pepper, but also a little garlic rub on that bad boy. Oh, yeah. And threw that in. It was great. It was delicious. I made a baked potato. I had I had steak and potatoes like our forefathers. It was lovely. Oh, and one of the best things about Butcher Box is this holiday season, instead of giving gifts to your friends, get a gift for yourself. Butcher Box is here to give you something you're going to love year round. Because if you sign up at butcherbox.com slash cox and use code cox, you get free chicken wings for a year. That's what? three pounds of free range organic chicken wings in every order for a year when you sign up with butcherbox.com slash cox and use code cox. As a person who loves chicken wings, this is an incredible deal. Three pounds? <laughs> I, that's so many chicken wings. I am here for it. That's a lot of chicken wings. Again, this deal is going to get you a butcher box with the amazing meats you've come to love from butcher box. But more importantly, free range USDA certified organic chicken wings. You can't beat that for a limited time. Get it right now. If you're a new member, sign up over at butcherbox.com slash cox. Also, today we're brought to you by Aura Frames. It's so awesome that the world we're in is so connected and it's Easy to take a photo and send it to a friend and, you know, share your life. But it's all on your phone and it's like, you know, a little tiny screen. And it feels, I don't know, impersonal to just upload it up to social media, especially around the holidays, right? That's why Aura is here to give you something unique and new and fun, especially in your home or a relative's home. Aura frames are digital 
picture frame. So you can preload pictures with old memories. And the best part is you can update it real time with the Aura app. So you can, for example, give it to Nana, give it to Grandpa, and they will have a digital frame with pictures from the last, I don't know, however long you want to put the pictures on there for, 20, 30, 40, <laughs> 50 years, who knows? But the best part is, if you go out and say, do something fun, you can auto-send that picture to the frame, and it will update within seconds, and they'll have another picture of you there. I think that's very, very cute and super fun. And, you know, it's the reason why it was named the number one digital frame by Wirecutter, the strategist, and Wired. I know that I have an Aura frame. I love it to death. I have one that sits on a desk. Uh, you can get one that is on the wall, but I have one that you can sit on a desk. I take different photos and do different things. For example, if you saw me at the uh, uh, awards show, the Game Awards, I took a bunch of photos and... I put them all in that frame, so it cycles through them. So I can be reminded of the one time I thought I was famous. It's pretty great. <laughs> if you want to have the exact same feeling, visit AuraFrames.com. That's A-U-R-A frames.com today and get $30 off their best-selling Carver Matte frame with the code COX. These frames sell out quickly, though, especially this time of year. So get it before it's gone. That's A-U-R-A frames.com with promo code Cox terms and conditions apply. Again, AuraFrames.com. Use code Cox to get 30% off their best-selling Carver Matte frame. All right, Credo, let's go to traffic. Send this guy the Credo. that traffic out there. Oh, man. Traffic, let me tell you, it is once again terrible. It's been pretty bad all the time, but now it's getting real bad because we're uh, almost halfway through December. And it's picking up holiday stuff. People are driving around. They're coughing. They're sneezing. They're blinding you with their headlights. They're uh, trying to get wherever they're going. And then uh, two weeks from now, we got ourselves holidays. So going to get even crazier out there. So uh, watch out. Back, dude. You know what? It just hit me just now. Yeah. We are 20 days away from the end of the year. Yep. I will say, though. Unlike the last few years, this year felt like it went on forever for me. Yeah, I. in fact, I'd say for me, it was like a normal year. It wasn't too long. It wasn't too short. I was like, yeah, it's been about a year. This year felt long for me. And like a <laughs> like just a, it was a long year. And usually <laughs> the last couple of years have flown by. But I think, again, COVID and stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. But I can't say I had a lot of like solid core memories. You know what I mean? Like I had a, yeah. fun, a bunch of fun stuff happen. But also you were to say Jesse. What were you doing in February 2023? I could give you an answer, but it would probably be what I was doing in February 2018. You know what I mean? Like, I don't <laughs> yeah. quite remember. You know, thinking about it, I think the first half of this year, I can like barely, it was like, a, it feels like a long time ago. That's but what like, I'm saying. The year uh, feels long. It feels like February was 10 years ago. But to me, the summer actually went faster. So I think Agreed. I have like a tale of two halves. <laughs> I don't, like, yeah, uh, I don't know why that would be. I couldn't explain it, but I totally agree too. It feels yeah. like this for me. The beginning of the year was was felt like it was ten years ago. The summer f just flew by, and then yeah. since October, it felt like a day. Time is <laughs> like if you were to say Jesse, yeah. what were you doing in October? I probably the same thing I was doing last week. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> yeah, no, that's how I feel too. I agree. Uh, a wacky year. What a wacky year. 2023 is what a wacky year. <laughs> what a wacky year.
So crazy. Uh, that's, that's the traffic. All right, let's go to weather. Weather time. We have a weather request for Yak Montana. Uh, Just like Y-A-K? Y-A-A-K. Well, of course. Uh, also, said, this place hmm. is, is a unincorporated community and census-designated place in Lincoln County, Montana. So I'm sure this will be great. <laughs> yep. They said, we drove through there on a road trip a few years ago. Tiny little place, middle of nowhere, and they have a spot called the Dirty Shame Saloon with bras hanging from the ceiling. Apparently, every summer, they throw a crayfish party and ship in crayfish by helicopter to the local lake. I get it. There, I mean, local lake is pretty much all this is. Yeah, it sure is. There is. Uh, if you drive through here, I would normally be like, oh, damn, there's so many cool places to look at. There is Yak School, Yak School <laughs> Temporary Closed, Overdale Lodge, Yak River Outfitters, and then three buildings. The Yak there. River Mercantile Tavern, the Dirty Shame Saloon, and Coffee Shack with two A's. Oh, yeah, because it's like Yak, so they did two A's on the shack. I get it. And if you're trying to, yeah, if you're trying to figure out what kind of coffee's there or how that is, the only photos they have on the internet are one of the building, which looks like a shack, yeah. and then one of a dog standing next to the building. <laughs> That's it. Yep. That's it. <laughs> That's all you need to know. That's all yeah. If you go in there, it's uh, gonna be a dog, and that's it. Well, currently in Yak, Montana. I'm gonna let Wappy do it. Fucker Wappy activated. Currently, Yak, Montana, 32 degrees Fahrenheit. Feels like 32 degrees Fahrenheit. Humidity 100. Pressure 30.16. Visibility 8 miles. Sunrise, 8.25 a.m. Sunset, 4.46 p.m. Dew point, 32. Wind, 2 miles per hour. Two. UV index, 0. Moon phase, waning crescent. 10 day, Sunday night. Snow showers, chance of snow, 50%. Winds light and variable. Monday, 37. Cloudy. Tuesday, 36, cloudy. Wednesday, 37, partly cloudy. Thursday, 37, a.m. snow. Friday, 39, a.m. cloud, p.m. sun. Saturday, 38, partly cloudy. Sunday, 36, partly cloudy. He sounds he sounds fine. He sounds okay. Yeah, he's fine. I'm try I was for a minute confused because the Dirty Shame Saloon is across the street from another bar. The only two things here are two oh, bars, yeah. and then one's, I guess, a convenience store. But I suppose there's a lot of live bands that play here, but I don't know where people come from to watch these bands. I don't know. Maybe from various parts of Montana? I, I guess. I, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I do know that the Dirty Shame Saloon... Well, they have the boils and whatnot. If you scroll down far enough, um, oh, first off, there's a dude at a rock concert of, if you scroll down far enough in this video, there's the Dirty Shame Saloon, and there's like a band playing, and the viewership is one confused old man at a table, one guy throwing <laughs> right. up the horns by himself, <laughs> yeah, two girls dancing with each other, and then a woman and her baby. That's the audience, which I love. <laughs> but directly under that, is what appears to be the greasiest, dirtiest burger 
and fries I've ever seen, and I'm not going to lie, I'd eat the hell out of that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I see that. That does look good. Yeah, dude, that looks delicious. I don't. That looks like uh, a burger your uncle made on the grill, and he like left it on a little too long, so he covered it in cheese just to hide it. And then he's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I made these potatoes, but like I didn't clean them or nothing. <laughs> yeah, I'd eat the hell out of that. But also, if you scroll down far enough, you can see the lady behind the bar kind of looks like every Midwestern lady who works at a bar who's like <laughs> over 40. Yeah. And just like, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Here comes Frank again. They got Sasquatch warnings. Oh, yeah, I see that. This is great. I love I love this. I will say, I don't know that you or I could roll into here. No, I don't think so. Unless you're Sasquatch. There's also, yeah, there's also photos of like families standing in the mountains and it looks beautiful. But then like cut to a bunch of people who just definitely have the same vibe of like, there's only one man who can take back our country. <laughs> Save us all from... <laughs> Terrorism. Sasquatch. Sasquatch. <laughs> Some say yeah. he'll arrive on the fifth day of the fourth year. Sasquatch is the only one who can help us. <laughs> um, yes, that's the weather. That's the weather. All right. Let's go to sports. Sports. Ooh, we got sports today. I'll tell you that much. Uh, we have football, football, football scores. Uh, we had the Eagles and Cowboys playing the night. They haven't played yet as of right now. We had the Buccaneers beat the Falcons. Bears beat the Lions. Bengals beat the Colts. Browns beat the Jaguars. Saints beat the Panthers. Jets beat the Texans. Ravens beat the Rams. Vikings beat the Raiders 3-0 in a boring game. 49ers beat the Seahawks, Bills beat the Chiefs, and the Broncos beat the Chargers. And on Thursday, the Patriots beat the Steelers. Wow, we. Then we Wowie. had uh, we have hockey standings where Boston first place, Florida right behind them uh, in the Atlantic. And you got the Rangers in first with the Flyers right behind them. The Avalanche in first with the Stars behind them. And then the Golden Knights in first with the Canucks and the Kings right behind them. In basketball, the Lakers won the in-season tournament. Cool. Uh, and then, <laughs> doesn't really mean anything unless you're on the team, and then I guess the players win some money, which is like the, the bench players mainly care because they're not making that much, but LeBron James, I doubt, really cares that he gets more money. Yeah. Uh, the Timberwolves are still in first, and the Thunder in second. Mavericks, Nuggets, and Lakers all tied in third. And you got the Celtics in first in the East with the Magic and the Bucks right behind them, and then the 76ers, Pacers, and Cavaliers. And that is sports. Oh, wait. Oh. Also, oh. I forgot oh. to mention oh. the big baseball oh. news, which is uh, super insane baseball player Shohei Otani signed with the Dodgers for 10 years for $700 million. Hey, I can go see those. So that's pretty cool. You could. He actually was on the Angels, still in L.A., but he left them to go to the Dodgers because the Dodgers actually are a better team. <laughs> I mean, that's true. And they gave him $700 million. So that's sports. Okay. What's our fact of the day? Fact of the day. Wow, uh, The sun. Makes a sound, but we can't hear it. Oh, I bet it's like. 
Oh, it's gotta I'm be. A, I'm the sun, bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely what it is. Uh, it says in the form of pressure waves, the sun does make a sound. The wavelength of the pre pressure waves from the sun is measured in hundreds of miles. However, meaning they are far beyond the range of human hearing. So that's that's definitely got to be like. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, like that's. I thought it was gonna be something else. No, it's it's pressure waves. But I guess, you know, it's like any wave because there's got to be some sort of sound thing. But yeah, I just feel like it's hot there. So it's probably like bubbling up, right? I don't know. I don't know science. I mean, <laughs> the more I do this show, the more obvious that becomes. Yeah. I feel like if anyone tuned in this to hear us talk about scientific fact, they're on the wrong show. They should be listening to anyone else besides us. I don't know why it took you this long. You said the more I do this show. I think we knew this like 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> There's no science here. Uh, and that's your fact of the day. All right. What's our big news story of the day? Big news story of the day. 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 Uh, so big news story of the day here is that uh, a... Shocking video shows Disneyland Streaker going naked on It's a Small World. I have seen this, and I'm not sure why, and I don't know that... <laughs> I feel like that's probably not something I should admit publicly, but I've seen this. Was I there? Am I the Maybe Streaker? I don't know. Yeah. It's possible. Seen uh, it. I lived it. <laughs> a man at Disneyland was arrested Sunday after he allegedly went skinny dipping in the waters of the iconic It's a Small World attraction. Which, if there's anything I learned, it's probably like The Simpsons, or now he's like, I take 20 drugs or something to fix him. If he drank the water, dude. Yeah, I feel like that's the end of this dude. Yeah, that's the end. Shocking videos on social media showing a man strolling around the attraction wearing just underwear and glasses as a pile of clothes sit on the ground. In another clip, the man is seen taking a seat next to singing animatronic dolls as music played. That's the one the I've seen. <laughs> yep. Uh, near the faux Taj Mahal. Stop, stop, you're going to get hurt. Stop, stop, I need you to stop. Please just sit down. One cast member yells at the man as he roams around the dolls in a clip shared by somebody on Instagram. Another Instagram <laughs> Some, user <laughs> wrote that the man pushed the boat behind them while they were on the ride. Dude, how many drugs was this guy on already? He had to be something. Uh, we were stuck on the ride for about an hour and 15 minutes. But how did minutes. he get the drugs if he's at Disney? Did he bring them in? Oh, he probably took them before he went in. That's what I'm saying. He took them before, and then he went to well, in. I mean, then then like, he, I mean, like, that's on him, though. That's what I'm saying. It's on him. Yeah. Yeah. We were stuck on the ride for an hour and 15 minutes. Thankfully, we are safe, and we got off safely. A different set of not safe for work clips shows the man completely naked jumping into the water on the boat ride before he's carried away by security. Idiot in front of all these kids. One person tells the man as he's dragged out of Disneyland. <laughs> Other theme park guests booed and yelled moron at the man as he stood in the nude near the ride. Got some they made that man off. stand there? <laughs> You'd think they'd have some sort of thing to cover him with. Yeah, it's di you can't tell me they were like, get him off the ride. What do we do with him? I don't know. Leave him standing here for a minute. Put him in the suit. They just bring out like some random Disney suit. It's like... Put them in yeah, there. if someone dies at Disney, they disappear you instantly. Yeah, hundred. They're telling yeah, me they, they were just like, well, "What do we do with this guy?" I don't know. Let him sit around naked for a little bit. Yeah, we're just like vaporize him. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Uh, Bring out the ghost of Walt Disney. <laughs> Vaporize him. Get some clothes on, someone yelled as children heard in the background. Uh, Anaheim police arrested a 26-year-old man on suspicion of indecent ex exposure and being under the influence of a controlled substance, and they were taken to the hospital as precaution. Officials with Theme Park told that the man got off the ride while it was operating and employees brought the attraction to a stop while they were made aware of the situation. The streaking incident, which occurred Sunday afternoon, led to a shutdown of It's a Small World for an hour. Dude, that's pretty good. It was only an hour. <laughs> they got that thing up and going again. Should have uh, been longer. It's a small world. They should have been like, <laughs> they shut it down indefinitely. Yeah. Uh, and Disneyland was trending following the incident. So that's it. Some dude took drugs and then streaked around Disneyland and now he's going to jail probably yep that sounds correct uh <laughs> disney D disney jail's a real thing because oh, there are yeah. no police at disneyland no it's it's straight up like you go to disney jail that's like mickey mouse comes out it's, it's probably on par with like the russian prison <laughs> you know you thought you could <laughs> stroll around no did you you're going to be making my merchandise for quite some time. <laughs> it's like, Let's see how you like working in the nude, you son of a bitch. It's like, I just like to buy Miranda rights. He's just like, oh, there's no rights around here. We're our own country. Oh, Pluto, You'll bring us in the, the light of day again. <laughs> Gosh, the whip is being used on someone else. All right, bring out the flog. Oh, no. <laughs> just like Ducky, Daffy Duck, or that's not Looney Tunes. Fucking Donald Duck comes out. He's like, <laughs> starts flogging him. It's like, I, I, I can't understand you. What are you saying? <laughs> what do you, you want me to do? What? I don't know what you mean. <laughs> they just take him to like some super underground place. They're just like people crawling out of there. Like, I've been here for 45 years. Whatever Donald like, says, do it. <laughs> or he'll just beat you. Just do it. <laughs> Just, I don't know what he's saying. <laughs> They're like, you learn in time. How did you get out? Get him out. <laughs> I'm wow. going to drag you back into your sail. Oh, <laughs> yuck. <laughs> Please, my stomach. <laughs> it's deteriorating. I haven't eaten a meal in four days. It's going to be another four if you keep that up. <laughs> yuck. <laughs> Yeah, he's in for a rough one. Yeah, guys, we'll never see that guy again. <laughs> yeah. But they will uh, have a brand new set of pins out soon. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> uh, that's your big news story of the day. All right. That's it for us. Thank you so much for listening or watching or doing this podcast. Grandor, hit him with the socials. Socials, man. We got YouTube.com slash Cox and Crendor Podcast. You can listen to all the podcasts over there. It's all playlists for years. You got stuff. You can comment your weather requests. You can do whatever. Uh, we also got YouTube.com slash Cox and Crendor. That's where all the animations are. We also have Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. We're all over. We also have our main stuff. We got YouTube.com slash Jesse Cox. Go watch the Geek Ender thing where I'm on it. And then everyone's laughing at my True. Baldur's Gate. True. Uh, yeah, then you can go to uh, YouTube.com slash Crendor. Watch my pointless top tens. Just put up a new one. Also, go to Twitter, Jesse Cox. Twitter, Crendor. Twitch, Jesse Cox. Twitch, Crendor. Uh, TikTok, Jesse Cox. TikTok, TikTok, Crendor. Uh, still going with the Starburst. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's other stuff. But remember. Yep. As always. 
To be continued. That was a weird one. <laughs> <laughs>